Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Hmm, which is delicious. Today is Monday, March 23rd. Heading into our second week of sparkling isolation. A little bit longer for me, you know, since we've been sort of trying to be careful since the beginning of the month. But and other parts of the country are in various stages of uh, isolating, sheltering at home, remain in place. There's sorts of all all sorts of different terms. I saw the governor of Oregon tweeting that she had asked people to stay home and was disappointed that the over the weekend that the beaches and Hiking trails had been thronged with people. And I saw quite a few people pushing back saying, if you don't want us to go out, then tell us not to go out. And I could kind of see the point there. I don't know the intricacies of the politics. I understand Oregon's concerned being between Washington and California, which are having you know, major pandemic spread. But it, you know, it's kind of funny because that's how, what we've all been understanding, that social distancing means not cramming together into spaces, you know, staying well ventilated, but that we can go outside, that we can go to the beach and hike and so forth. And as long as people are maintaining distance, it should be fine. So I'm not quite sure what the messaging was there that got messed up because uh, I don't know if the governor was wrong in chastising people for it or if you know, I think people are right. You know, they say, if you don't want us to go outside, then tell us that's what you <laughs> want us to do. So, I had a good weekend. Uh, was very excited. I posted a, a blog yesterday and included the picture. But my yoga center uh, started their online classes, and I was able to do one of the on online yoga classes yesterday morning, and David did it with me, which was cool because uh, I've been trying to get David to go to the yoga classes with me because I think it would be very helpful for him. Uh, for those of you who don't know, David has Parkinson's disease, and he's been diagnosed for about 10 years now. So it's, um, it's early onset, but slow progression. And he is medicated, but, you know, it makes his body very stiff. And he, you know, gets the tremor. And sometimes the tremor oscillates up pretty high, especially if he's under any kind of stress. It's interesting, you know, like the kinds of things that make a healthy person shake are exactly the same kinds of things that exacerbate his tremor. So like getting cold or getting angry or feeling nervous. Like anything that kind of makes us shake a little bit, for him it makes him shake a lot. And then sometimes sometimes it just goes. Sometimes you know the tremor sort of ramps up and uh, seems like it needs to work its way through before it will quit. So we're self-conscious about doing something like yoga because if if it does take off on him, you know, he just sort of has to wait it through. And, you know, we did do a private class with my yoga teacher a couple of years ago, and she showed him some things to do 
and she was very encouraging, you know, and said, you know, please come to class because you can always just, if if you need to take a moment, you know, you can do that. But he's still self-conscious, and I understand that. Um, you know, it's interesting because several people have mentioned to me that they don't think they've ever seen a person with Parkinson's or, you know, that they, other than, you know, like Michael J. Fox or Catherine Hepburn or somebody that was caught, you know, on film doing something, but, you know, like they don't see people out in public necessarily, you know, unless you work in the health professions. And I, <laughs> my response to that has been, you know, it's because I think people who feel like they are infirm in some way or that draw attention tend to not go out when they don't feel good. You know, they tend to hide themselves away when they are in a, a bad place with it where they can't sort of masquerade as looking like everybody else. It's definitely true for, for David. It, he's better about it now, but it took him a very long time to be kind of um, sanguine with people noticing, you know, and saying, oh, do you have Parkinson's? You know, and, and he drives for Uber and, uh, or, and does private rides too. And sometimes people will actually say, well, are you able to drive? You know, it's, people can be just awful. So anyway, uh, David did the yoga with me. And last night, it was really cool. You know, and he had to stop now and again. But considering that he hadn't done really much at all, he lasted a really long time. And he was able to do a lot of it. And last night, as we were getting ready for bed, he said, you know what? I just realized that I felt good all day today. He said, and I'm wondering if it's from doing yoga. Well, I was like... That would be awesome if that's the case, because I've just felt all along that the yoga would do a whole lot to get that energetic flow going for him so that his body isn't so bound up. So that has been a um, an unexpected gift of this uh, whole, I don't know what to call it. I, I'm not liking many of the words people are using for it because people say crisis, people say scare, you know, it's, you know, this extreme social isolation has spurred the yoga center to put, make online classes so that we can do this from home. And they had commented that it had been something they'd been thinking about doing for a long time and this spurred them to do it. So I'm very hopeful that they will continue to do the online classes. Um, and as I mentioned in my post yesterday, and I'll put a link to it, although I'm just telling you everything that I said in the blog post, I um, I think I will be able to go to far more classes because I don't have to worry about the time driving into town and driving back home again. It's It adds on a fair amount for me because, you know, I have to make sure that I'm you know, ready to go. I have to change into my yoga clothes. It's a 20 minute drive into town and I want to get to the class usually five to 10 minutes early. So it's not just the time for the class, but also the travel time. So I'm excited about that. And I think my mom is going to do the yin yoga class with me later on this morning and get her to do that from her home. So we can actually kind of do 
yoga together. So an unexpected development. Um, I've also been baking bread. That's been kind of fun to get back into baking bread. And, and I had a good weekend. Um, Friday, I really tanked on word count. I only got about 500 words and I could just, I might've been kind of done depleted too. Um, I've written more words so far this month than I wrote all of last month. So I'm still kind of building up my endurance for the 15,000 words a week. So last week I, I don't know, I tapped out at something a little shy of 13,000. And I've written over 100,000 words so far this year, So, which I'm on track to be doing much better than I did last year. So I'm very happy with my um, progress and training. <laughs> um, for those of you who listen for a long time, I often compare it to like getting into shape and training for the marathon, not the sprints. So, so yeah, I am... Um, was kind of up against the tight spot um, where I wasn't sure what's how to solve this problem. And I consider trying to write through it, but I had a feeling I was going to end up doing a lot of rewriting if I did that. And so I asked on social media for movie suggestions. It was also, you know, we had some nice weather here and there over the weekend, but you know, it was super stormy on Friday and, uh, well, it was just like, ugh. And today it's super overcast again. This is so unusual for us. So I asked on social media for suggestions for movies about extracting captives from unassailable fortresses and got a whole bunch of suggestions. And that was, that was really fun. So I ended up doing a movie marathon. Um, movies that I watched. I watched The Man in the Iron Mask, the... Um, Malkovich, Jeremy Irons, Gerard Depardieu version. That was awesome. Um, I watched The Princess Bride, of course. Um, last night I finished up with Ocean's Eleven, which only a couple people suggested because it wasn't a fantasy, but it really, actually, I got more ideas from Ocean's Eleven than anything else, because somebody had pointed out, I think it was um, Benjamin Kinney on the Southwest Slack, said, you know, there's not that much difference between extracting captives and extracting treasure from casino. <laughs> I was like, well, that's a good point. And I did get a lot of good ideas from that. What else did I watch? Oh, I watched um, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, which is incredible for Alan Rickman. But geez, what was Kevin Costner doing in that movie? I mean, and Mary Elizabeth Mestrantonio is, is so gorgeous, and she's so great. And Kevin Costner is just like a walking tree stump. <laughs> I, I don't remember being so sensitive to that when I saw it before, but boy. As, you know, he did his, like, roguish grins and then his stilted language. and ugh. But I did get a couple of ideas from that movie, too. What else did I watch? Was there anything else? I was. I had also a few other things on the list, but um, you know, it was funny how many were sideways of what I wanted. You know, like a lot of people suggested 
like Star Wars Episode Four, A New Hope, or Where Eagles Dare, um, anything that like involved an aerial battle, I just took off the list because that wasn't going to be useful for what I needed to do. And, you know, come on, people. The Death Star, all they were trying to do was blow it up. They weren't trying to get extract somebody else from out of it. The only reason they end up inside the Death Star is because they got tractor beamed in. They didn't know Leia was going to be in there. Yeah, it's still extracting a, a captive, but it's um, it's not the same thing when you're in there and you happen to come across a person. It's Because uh, what I needed is the whole strategy of figuring out how to get in and out. Um, yeah, so I didn't quite get to raid on Entebbe, which might be useful, but, you know, you can only watch so many movies in one weekend. And I also watched Emma, the new version of Emma. I was so bummed that I didn't make it to the movie theater to see it. I'd had a date to go see it with Amanda McCabe last weekend, and then we couldn't. <laughs> So I thought it was really cool that it got expedited to Amazon for the, you know, $20 rental. But, you know, I would have spent that going to the movie theater. So I was happy to pay it and support that movie. I feel very bad for, you know, like the movies that released right as this happened. Um, Jennifer Estep's third book in her, uh, I think it's Shards of Honor. I've gotten it wrong before, but the first one was Kill the Queen. Second one's Protect the Prince. Third one is Crush the King. Crush the King came out last week. I think I'm going to have her on the podcast. We'll have a cup of coffee together. So it's hard for people who have had stuff come out, you know, even though a lot of people are jumping on the marketing opportunity, which is driving me nuts, you know, okay. You know, the whole read through COVID-19 um, just not everything is a fucking marketing opportunity, people. Like, just, yeah, I, I'm not going to get into that whole rant, but, um, you know, I've, I think my sales are about the same, maybe down somewhat. I notice that all of social media is down. I think that, you know, people are just, not in the mood to, if they're going to read, they're going to, you know, a lot of people are saying they're going to read their TBR. I think um, people don't want to spend money right now. Yeah, that's understandable. Shouldn't have to. <laughs> you know, I think people are panicking about not making money. So they're like, oh, I need to get people to buy my books. And it's like, well, you know, read my books if it makes you happy. Don't. Sorry, I'm opening my window. It's a little bit warm. Don't read them for, because you owe me something. We'll all figure it out. We'll all get through, right? So, I don't remember where I was going with that. Oh, well, I was excited to watch Emma, and it was so beautiful. The, the costumes and the settings, uh, it was really nice to see Hartfield as a truly beautiful manner. I think that's one of the things with the historicals is sometimes when they set them in the true historical residences and they kind of look shoddy, right? Because they're old. <laughs> and this was, um, I'm not, I didn't even look up any of the stuff on it, but this was in a place that was um, 
either created, as the movie said, or so exquisitely restored. So it had all of the color. You know, so much of the historical stuff seems leached of color. And uh, Emma's dresses, I, I, mean, I want to dress like Emma now. <laughs> Handsome, clever, rich. It, it, was, it was very well done. I was not in love with Mr. Knightley, with the guy who played Mr. Knightley. He seemed a little um, scruffy to me, but I think he appeals to the, the younger crowd. You know, I'm still in that, um, you know, I'm a child of my generation. I do not love facial hair. Sorry, Corrine. I know that you are my same generation and you do, but um, especially if it's not very well groomed, it just looks, yeah, unkempt and scruffy to me. So, yeah, I didn't find Mr. Knightley particularly magnetic the way I wanted to. But um, everybody else was, was just wonderful, and it was very well done and delightful. So that was fun to watch, too. And I got on a Zoom meeting with um, Megan Mulry. That was fun. We were working on a project together, and we got to chat, so it was nice to see her face. And I talked on the phone with Grace Draven. So, you know, it's nice to be making contact with people and having conversations. You know, as I've mentioned, my life isn't terribly different, especially now that I get to do my yoga classes, right? <clears throat> I'm interested. I'm supposed to have a Manny Petty Wednesday, and I think that I won't be able to. I think that they'll be closed. I'm not sure, even if they're not, what I'll do. I might just offer to send my gal the money so that she can get by and I don't know if they'll try to meet anyway be interesting to see I, I haven't kept track of if New Mexico has shut down salons I know Colorado has but so oh and then the other thing is we're going to do a room zoom meeting writer coffee this weekend or this Thursday sorry I started thinking about the weekend um so since we can't all get together, we're going to all make our coffees and chat via the meeting. I understand Zoom is <laughs> doing good business. They're really uh, cranking it up there. So otherwise, you know, the time kind of flew by this weekend. Oh, also, David and I went for a really long walk on Saturday morning, and that was very pleasant. We kind of caught our window of nice sunny weather, and so that was good to get out and do that. So with that, I am going to get to work, see if I can get this um, strategy laid out. So I hope you all are doing well in your various isolated circumstances and i will talk to you all tomorrow first cup of coffee is part of the frolic media podcast network you can find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts you all take care bye bye